ladies and gentlemen from Colonial Heights, Virginia, and All Seasons Tabletop Studio. It's The Undiluted Truth with Mike and Ben. Today's episode, Replacing the Next Plandemic, Climate Lockdowns. But why? And who's behind it? Do not forget to like, subscribe, and share. Our podcast email is theundilutedtruth.podcast at gmail.com. Hey, Mike, do you know who's behind it? I think I do. Yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to the Undiluted Truth. My name is Ben, and let's go ahead and welcome in our host, Mike. How are you doing, sir? I'm I'm doing fantastic so far. Wonderful. I'm Wonderful. I, I'm I'm a bit nervous. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, a little oh. little little shaky in my tree. Oh. You know, if okay. you see a tree, yeah. climate lockdown. Climate. I, oh, oh, good one. Oh, good oh, one. Oh, oh. Good one. Uh, n- no, you 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 mentioned the title, uh, right. replacing the next pandemic, and I think it's going to be with climate lockdowns. Mm. Um, and of course, good question. Thank you. Why and who is behind it? Uh, very, very interesting. Yes. And little did most people know, uh, because I've not, I've discussed this with some. Hey, have you heard about this talk about climate lockdowns? And you look at me like, what? Really? Yeah. Kind of like what, but it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. It's really being discussed. And it's really being discussed uh, discussed around the world. And there, there are a number of things that are going on around the world that is real is sort of creeping into the West, and you know the epicenter really of the West and and what the you know those in charge want to change you know with this yep. great reset and we've talked about this before is the United States. They've got to get it to the United States so as to bring on the rest of the world because. Unfortunately, uh, over many many years, as colonial uh, as I was going to say, as colonial heights goes, but as yeah, the United States yeah. go, so does the the rest of the world, and rightly yeah, yeah. so in the past. But you do not want to follow what some of these well, leaders uh, are doing today. Yeah, and, uh, beca- and, well, because we're uncovering quite a bit, and it and and these things right. make no sense. Yeah. Really I, don't. I think you used a correct term though, that they're creeping in. Yes. Cause some of these things are very creepy. Creepy. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's, that's right. Yeah. So. so good use of good use of words there. Yeah. I like it. So th- this actual topic is, is being discussed on one of our favorite segments of the high wired.com. Oh. Uh, and it is the Uh-oh. Jackson report with oh. Jeffrey Jackson. So, and, and you know, if Jeffrey's got a hold of it, it's it's a real it's a real issue, and it's uh, it's documented. And I'm sort of excited to see what he has. I've done quite a bit of research, and I can tell you where this is going is going to blow some people's minds. It really is, you know, in a way of causing you to think. And you know, that's what we like to do here. And I hope. Mm-hmm. All of you rock tumblers and truth seekers, welcome, by the way. I hope it causes you to think out there. 
because that is really our main objective. Other, you know, and and along with bringing you the truth. So, yeah. so that this is this is the Jackson report. This is part of the Jackson report. Okay. Yes, I think I have the old uh, little uh, clip I played when we oh. introduced the Jackson report. Oh wow, yeah. Yeah, the Jackson yeah. Report. I think I think I used that one on yeah, the Jackson that, Report. I like it. We haven't done that one in a while. We haven't. Uh, that's v- very catchy, and <laughs> you know, it, it it definitely gets your attention. So yeah. Well, so the next voice you're going to hear uh, when we get this going is going to be Jeffrey Jackson, and uh, I, I encourage you guys to really pay attention here because some of this is new. Yes, believe it or not, just the idea. Even in the statement, climate lockdowns. What are you talking about, Mike and Ben? Climate lockdowns. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, without any further delay, let's see what the investigative journalist Jeffrey Jackson has uncovered for us in climate lockdowns. Here we go. Some of you watching who are wondering why we're transitioning sort of into the spaces of the climate conversation. Uh, rising energy prices, soaring food prices, things like this. We have to understand what we're laying out here, this evidence we're laying out here, this is the same apparatus, this same overlay is being used to steer the conversation, to steer the science surrounding these debates and to drive the new restrictions that we're seeing. So even in February of this year, you could see the prepositioning. This was in the Hill, this was the headline, coming soon, climate lockdowns. Now there's a question mark there, excuse me, but that's the prepositioning. Right. And now we have the current headlines out of the European Union. We've reported on that. They're being hit very hard with, uh, with uh, energy restrictions. EU crisis chief calls for more power to fight climate impacts. Over in France, we have this great reset. French, go- French government to recruit 3,000 green police over climate change. And so this conversation around climate change, the science, it's been in question for quite some time. 2014, there was a study looking at kind of the the information surrounding this and how it's been presented. And even back then, the researchers in this article say, it appears that news media and some pro-environmental organizations have the tendency to accentuate or even exaggerate the damage caused by climate change. We find that the information manipulation has an instrumental value, meaning it can drive policy. And that was in 2014. And that was way before this apparatus has been built. Now we have a very dangerous public health and science apparatus that can steer using outside organizations, the conversation and really the fate of millions of people in, in these directions. One of those in the UK was the nudge unit and the nudge unit was used. These were basically psychological, they psychologically manipulated the public using it's basically fear. what it sounds like, right? Nudging humanity in the direction that we <laughs> right, need them to right. go. I mean, it's, it's kind of gross. Uh, yeah, even, even that they would call themselves that. Creepy. Right? It's, it's like very, nudging it's, it's, you off a cliff. I feel like I'm standing waiting for a subway and I just in. get nudged onto the train tracks. Oh, thank you very much. Was that my <laughs> government that just did that? Yeah, right. Yeah, it's, kind of, it's kind of a dirty, unsavory little situation. I mean, these are behavioral scientists that are brought in to find the best way to nudge people into accepting lockdowns, accepting masking, accepting mm. things they don't really want to accept. And remember last year we reported on this. After they saw what was done, 
with their information, they came out and said that was a big mistake. They used too much fear. And this was the headline. We cover this several times in the show, but it's worth mentioning again. Use of fear to control behavior in COVID crisis was totalitarian, admits scientists. Uh, a woman named Laura Dodsworth, she's a writer, she's a filmmaker in the UK. She has written a book. The whistleblowers in these nudge units came to her and spilled the beans, so to speak. She wrote a book called State of Fear, How the UK Government Weaponized Fear During the COVID-19 Pandemic. And it's interesting to look at the trajectory because Obviously, that was a big concern for her. She heard the stories of these of these scientists, and she was concerned as well about this apparatus that was being built. Let's check in with her just recently. What is she concerned about now? Take a listen. Okay, I want to I want to stop it right there just quickly. I, he used a couple wow. of he used one term. He he called these scientists. Do you do you, behavioral behavioral scientists scientists? Yeah, just, yes. these are behavioral scientists, which is exactly what that one lady. Yeah, it who was that, appointed to the who to the who, and that was is uh, I forget um, her name, but she was supposed to head up the behavioral something department, if I remember correctly, right? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. In a uh, uh, um, was it? I'm drawing Susie a uh, uh, Michi or. Me, yeah, or, or I, that sounds correct. Something, I think it was Michi, something Michi. Ichi, yeah, I think it was Susan Michi. That sounds right. Yeah, so, I, I'm pretty sure Michi's right. Okay, yeah, I knew it was, yeah, yeah, something that I. So, a behavioral sign. That, that's it's almost like a made up title that that they've come up with here to guard and 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 uh, for lack of other a better term. Is to monitor your or our behavior, and you know yeah. that takes yeah. us. You know we can really get off the tracks here with that one, but we know that they're really looking as a model to monitor everything that we do and everything that's going on. And Absolutely. my goodness, with the talk of 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 uh, 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 what we say and and and. Uh, what is it? Uh, disinformation police and and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. It all sort of comes full circle and, and and is right in front of us. But I want us to think: we've come out of three years of you know we've we we were in lockdowns prior, mm-hmm. yeah, and you know and now they're saying that we were too aggressive and a lot of things that that happened wasn't the right way to go with the the pandemic or you know all of that. And let's let's not forget all of this stuff. They're, they're not sincere about any of this. What you're hearing and reading with most uh, of the documents and most of the outlets and newspapers and media, what you're hearing is just what they want you to hear. It's not facts. Is they they're, they're priming you, or as as they just mentioned. They're starting to nudge toward another idea, but the, yeah. the one thing I wanted to bring out here on the, as far as the next thing, they're pulling some information from the original lockdowns. Do you remember when they were showing pictures of cities in these big cities during lockdowns, and one of the first things they started to talk about was, wow. Not just the fact that the streets are empty, but well, there's there's no pollution, there's no emissions, the air's cleaner. Uh, 
they maybe we should be doing this more often. Maybe there's something to yeah. uh, having everyone shut down because yeah. it's cleaning up the air and doing all these wonderful things. Put that in the back yeah, of your mind yeah. while you're listening to this because well, they're going to use that, guarantee you, right. the, moving forward yeah. as a reason to be doing this. And what a great way to nudge. Yeah. Well, I mean, I do remember some of that. I do remember a few reporters when I was watching the news mentioned something about, oh, it's clean. just kind of so so to speak in passing, but maybe maybe that was planned. But my my question is, and I don't want to get off track, but just the mere fact, and they've done this with other things with COVID now, just the mere fact that they've opened up and admitted this. Do you want to trust any government that is openly manipulating you? They're saying that they are manipulating you, and you want to go along with it. Really? Right. You've already been manipulated if you say yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just saying. Because well, that's, no, that's, it, that's totalitarian government, I, period, if they're manipulating you. Well, and I can tell you, know, you history bears, yeah, it, it, no, it's a great yeah. point. History bears this out, too. When government gets a power, mm-hmm. they they may say this is only temporary. But when government gets a power, one hundred percent of the time, mm-hmm. they they never return it. They utilize it, they tweak it, they manipulate it, but right. they never give it back. They never change the law or right. anything to give it back. And no, you shouldn't believe. If they've if they've admitted that they have made a mistake to do this to do that, and, and now we're hearing you know we'll, we'll, we we've got a nudging group we're, we're we're you know we're getting these behavioral scientists involved in this, no, they should not be trusted, yeah. not you know not for an inch, but unfortunately there are individuals that are just waiting for marching orders, and they will be the first ones to go. Well, anybody can make a mistake. It's it's a it's a true gentleman, if you will to admit that they've made a mistake and to try to make things better. They're just trying to make things better. And that's what you're going to hear from some of the, I say from some of the non-rock tumblers, from some of the non-true seekers. Right. Because they're, you know, let's face it, and we've said this before, most people are lazy. They don't want to even do research when it comes to their own health and their own safety, even them and their family and their children and everything. Which is sad, mm-hmm. but I can tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that there is something coming down the pike, and it is starting to swell. And this is only a small piece of it, so mm. uh, we need to be on our guard. Uh, here right. we go. We're gonna we're gonna continue on here with the behavioral scientists nudging us. I want to say something else about extending this um, scrutiny beyond COVID. Back in 2011, not long after the inception of the Nudge Unit, the Science and Technology Committee noted that there were serious ethical concerns with governments deploying behavioural science, because what that effectively does is change people's behaviour in ways in which they're not aware. There has been no public consultation. There is no public mandate. There is no public permission. When we were frightened in order to comply with the rules, and when Nudge is deployed continually from COVID to climate change, it is without the public's consent and consultation. 
Do you think this will now be the start of the unravelling of lockdown and people looking into it now that Rishi has broken cover? I think absolutely. And actually... I think it's going to generate, hopefully, a lot more honesty um, about the, the damages of lockdown. It's going to be pretty difficult to avoid with the, uh, the inflation where it is. But like I say, it's really important to not just to, to not assume this only happened with COVID. It's happening right now with nudging the public towards net zero goals. We have to be honest about this. The same tools are being deployed. You know, we're living in a world now where everything's colour coded to let us know whether we're on an amber warning or a red warning. Um, <laughs> there are reports jointly authored by broadcasters and the nudge unit about how to change people's behaviour without them even being aware through TV programming. This has now become really insidious within government. And I really don't think it's any way to run a country to nudge the population and especially to frighten them into following unpopular policies. That was the UK, and, and she was a guest on one of the news shows there. I, I believe the name has come to me. I believe it is last name is Mitchie, Susan Mitchie. I don't think I said Mitchie the last time, did I? Uh, we pronounced it Michi. Michi, yeah. Michi. Michi, Michi. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. but the same, they're following the same mantra, and it is lockdowns, yeah. and it is going to be very cunning and baffling and, and very influential and it's going to be carefully administered but don't turn your back on on this or or kick it off to the side to say oh we don't need to pay any attention to this right. we need to pay attention to this and yes i i believe that if this is tried in certain countries you are going to see a major backlash. I could not imagine, and I don't know exactly, I haven't heard any reports in Australia, but I know they were getting really bad, Australia and, and Canada at one point. But we know that they've got people in charge that are planted. They are pushing this, this great reset agenda. Mm -hmm. And we need to to really be aware of what is going on if this groundswell starts, but I believe this, this could be no, no one, no one really in their right, in their right mind wants to be locked down again for any reason. No. Yeah. So let's see what, uh, uh, see what Dell and, and Jeffrey have to say about that last interview. All right. Wow. I mean, it, 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 I love it when you start seeing other news agencies that sound like the high wire. <laughs> So okay, that was the comment. All right, <laughs> that that was it. that was the comment. Interesting. Or, yeah. So, but I I I want us to definitely pay attention to what is going on with that. You know, mm -hmm. with the you know the whole idea of the lockdowns with you know and relating it to climate change. You know. Um, I think uh, I think we're in for some serious manipulation coming down the pike. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And there are a lot of people around the world talking about this. I don't know if uh, I don't know if you have heard any of this yourself, Ben. But um, I had heard a little bit here or there. I mean, I've heard a few things about climate 
locked down because they're they're talking more about um, like trying to clean up the climate, the environment, different things like that. So, yeah, just in kind of in general, I've I've heard a little bit about it and the mention of lockdown. Right. So, yeah. Now, have you heard? Have you heard this? Now, I don't know if you recall. If we go back into uh, some of the uh, the platforms or, or the the outlets that we were using, we would we were looking at some of the Judgment Hour material, mm-hmm. and on there, I specifically remember several people were looking and talking about we need to specifically take a day of rest. Yes. Yes, I heard talk about Yeah, let's, that. we need to rest, and then they were relating this to Scripture. Right. I mean, I, I wasn't, I wasn't going to mention that unless you pulled that kind of thing up, but yeah, one of the things that I had heard was I had heard parts of a speech that um, the Pope had done talking mm-hmm. specifically about um, a few things about climate change and potentially, you know, a day of resting um, and that sort of thing. Yeah, and, and, to, and relating yeah. it to the and you just mentioned the Pope, so the, right. so that wasn't mentioned, you know, by anything in this report. It's all governmental people right. Uh, right, right now, but we do know. But that's part of one of the pushes that I've been hearing the Pope push is for things about climate change. Right, and we do know, yeah. yeah. And we do know, and, and that is part of his encyclical, which is you know the the document that is that is written and sort of tweaked, you know, each uh, couple of years, and each pope usually does his own or tweaks the one that is already existing. Okay, a a, a, okay. a huge document. It just you know talk, uh, talking about uh, plans for the future, whether it be spiritual right. plans and and the way that the best way to help humanity. Mm-hmm. And, and mankind, uh, so that was also mentioned in that encyclical. Of this is something that we really should be be looking at. Okay, and right. uh, so I, I think it's I think it's pretty obvious. But I, I can tell you, once we start, once we give a little bit of an inch, even if you think it's okay, once. They believe they've got you. Anything can become attached to that when you think of we can really go down yeah. and and yeah. and we will, ladies and gentlemen. We we want to look into this with a deeper, a deeper dive, if you will. So, but because this is serious, I mean, yeah. there, believe it or not, that there's no more powerful individual. Mm-hmm. In the world, than the Pope, many people look right. at yeah. one individual. You might say as a president of the United States, not so much. I mean, even you know the most popular presidents in the United States have usually you know taken a back seat to some of the things that the Pope has has said or tried to do. And this right. this Pope, yeah, is is doing his best to try to bring. People together. Uh, now you say, you know, I mean, we're not here to debate. 
whether what he's doing is right, wrong, or it's good, or it's bad. But if you are going to, whether you are a religious power or, or a just a leader of a country, which he sort of is both because the Vatican is technically a country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Vatican does yeah. have a seat in the United Nations. So it is technically a country. Yeah. So, but if you're going to enforce that uh, uh, lockdown, you know, and say that it is for the betterment of cleaner air, you know, less uh, toxins in the air, and so forth. Right. And and then put pressure on mm-hmm. individuals that if you don't do this, now guess what? What? Doesn't it sound like the behavioral scientists might, oh, wait a minute, their behavior isn't quite lining up with... Let's tweak it. ...with what we are are trying to get across. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And, you know, and don't know exactly how this is going to walk out, play out, uh, but it it is something that is not just being bantered about, but it is seriously being talked about. Yeah. And you are seeing the sort of the framework being built mm-hmm. around a different type of lockdown. And I, this wasn't the first time that I've heard it. And as we get into our next episode, we're going to have a little bit more, uh, I guess, say evidence news, I should say, probably actual news about who is talking about the lockdowns, what's being said about it, um, and and where's where's this idea coming from. Now, I do know, I can tell you this, that uh, uh, Klaus Schwab and, and, and those guys mm-hmm. are, are speaking of it. Okay. Uh, so yeah, know, they are they are big into the you know the build back better the great reset, right? You know, one world order. Okay, uh, and and they're also looking at re, you know in the same breath, if you will, restrictions on what is actual disinformation. They want that quashed, and they want to they want to have the ability to do that hate speech. I mean, they're it's mm-hmm. it's all wrapped. In in sort of the same wrapping paper, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's, it is interesting, and so what we, you know, one of the things we wanted to do today was just sort of plant that seed mm-hmm. of this is not just some trial balloon that they have tossed up, and hey, let's see what people think about the the climate lockdown thing. There may be some. That are positioning themselves for that, but there are people. This is it's not just a trial balloon. They want it to happen, and it's on its way, no question, no doubt. So, mm-hmm. uh, but I can assure you, uh, rock tumblers, that the next episode is going to be filled with part of that. Now. We may even be uh, looking at a, a special episode uh, with that and and kind of coming in 
on another day is what we're looking at, Ben. And uh, uh, I'm okay. looking at uh, I'm looking at your eyes now. You're going, wow! Thanks for telling me now, Mike. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you've not run that trial balloon past me. It's all uh, right. <laughs> but yeah, because we we've, we've got a sort of a full boat, if you will, with guests coming in and right. different, different talk, yeah. topics. Yeah. But this this topic of the climate, and I don't want to call it climate change, but the climate lockdowns. This has got to run sort of as a sequel, so we don't want to really uh, uh, separate it too much with some other okay. things. But we All do right. have some good stuff coming uh, in the next, yeah. uh, I'd say, in the next half a dozen episodes that you, you you folks are going to absolutely love. But more importantly, we need to prepare ourselves for what is to come. So, yeah. Well, with that being said, I think that's a good good time to wrap up, and we can go. Right. We can go to our father and uh, ask him to help prepare us for what is to come. So, Father in heaven, we do thank you again for this opportunity to to bring truth to those around the world, and not just in this country, not just in this state, but we we know, Father, that there is something coming. We can feel it. We can see some of it. We can hear. Some of this, we don't know exactly what it is. And in all honesty, there's n- there's not a v- concise plan that we know that do this and everything will be fine. The only one that I know as far as w- the only plan that is, Father, is that we need to call on you and we need to lean hard on you. So we ask for your protection we ask for your discernment. We ask for special prayers and present your presence felt with all of our listeners and all of those standing up and bringing this information uh, out to the world. We pray that your spirit guard and protect them as well. And Father, there are many listening that have children, and we want to lift up all of those families that are represented by the listeners specifically because these children need voices and these children are targets of the enemy and they need protection. We train them up in the way they should go so that when they get old, they won't depart from it. But Father, help to give the parents the peace of mind that you have every one of them in the palm of your hand, and may we never stop asking you to protect them because we know that we need to do that. We thank you again for our many listeners out there. We thank you again for the mental and physical strength that you give us to do what we do. And as we part ways today, we ask as always that every intent of our thought be pure, and we pray it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to join us again every Tuesday and Thursday on The Undiluted Truth. And remember, rock tumblers, with all of your might, continue to diligently seek truth. God bless.